0: All right, welcome back to the Creek Families podcast, where we're trying to equip parents in the home to make mature followers of Jesus Christ, and we're dealing with everyday struggles and questions that parents have and using these topics to lead their kids to Jesus. My name is Joey Syk. I'm the family pastor here at Mud Creek, and I've got right here one of my great friends, uh, Pastor Kyle Smith. He is the Pastor of students uh, here at Mud Creek. How are you today, sir?
1: I am doing quite well today.
0: It is good to see you, sir. Thank yes. you for being back in the saddle with us. Good to see you too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, we've kicked off the podcast and and we've uh, gone through a few topics, um, one of which of of encouraging our parents to be in God's Word daily for themselves, um, encouraging our parents to be in prayer daily. Uh, for themselves. The last couple of weeks we went through an acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, uh, about a, a way uh, to pray, um, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Last week we talked a little bit about what that looks like to pray, um, to, to call out or cry out to God and bring our requests to Him. And to intercede on behalf of our children. And we said this week we were going to jump into one of the questions. One of the questions that our parents had that they sent in was um, how to help um, their kids keep their biblical worldview in the forefront of their minds rather than what the world says is acceptable it's a good question it's a very good question very um, timely in in our culture uh, today so just real quick uh, to to go over um, what a worldview is uh, for our audience our, our parents is uh, one definition says it's a collection of attitudes values stories and expectations about the world around us which inform our every thought and action so that is a, a worldview, the thoughts that we have, the lens that we look through um, and see the world through essentially. So a biblical worldview then uh, that we'll be talking about today is how the Bible influences uh, the way that we view the world around us. Would you say that's fair?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Okay. A biblical worldview.
0: Yes. So that's what we want. That's what we want our, our children to. To have, as we were um, thinking about this uh, podcast, um, Rebecca sent me an article from uh, World Magazine. uh, By uh, the author of the article was Joseph Balkum, and he wrote an article called "Teach Your Children Well." Um, And in this article, it it had to do with um, you know uh, children. Uh, or your students, um, your, your desire for your kids to stay in the faith, um, throughout their, throughout their lives. And, and he, uh, looked at some research, um, Pew Research and Barna, uh, Pew Research. He said the decline of religion in the United States is well documented. So he's talking about kind of kids leaving the faith. He said, according to a 2020 survey by the Pew Research Center, 29% of Americans now identify as having no religion up from 17% in 2010 and 8% in 1990. So there is an increase of Americans now saying that they have uh, no uh, religion. They don't kind of believe in in anything. And what we're trying to do here in the Creek Families podcast is equip our parents to make mature followers. Of Jesus Christ. And, and, and some of it is out of our control uh, as far as how our children turn out. We know that. We raise yeah. them all the same, and, yeah. and, uh, and sometimes they go in different trajectories. But what we want to do is, is uh, create the, the, the best environment so it's most likely for them to stay uh, in the faith. So there was another survey that he found. It was a recent survey from George uh, Barna, um, and uh, he says in this, uh, in this survey, um, the survey identified seven cornerstones of a biblical worldview, if embraced, all but assure your child will maintain a biblical worldview and a strong Christian faith into adulthood. So, so essentially, that's what we want. We want to kind of ensure that or, or make it the most likely. Um, again, we can't guarantee it, but we want to kind of set the table and set the stage um, that our kids will stay in the faith. So what were some of these that they listed, some of these uh, cornerstones of a biblical worldview?
1: Well, some of these that uh, he lists here, uh, of course, are all true And we'll start by going through them. So as I'm reading these uh, off, please, you know, listen to them and evaluate them yourself uh, so that you can see where you line up with what he come to a conclusion for. And so the first one is God is the all-powerful, all-knowing, loving, just, merciful, reliable creator who is also our companion and unerring guide for this life. Mm. All human beings are sinful by nature. Every choice that we make has moral contours and consequences. Jesus Christ is the sole means to individual salvation, accomplished through our acknowledgement and confession of our sins and complete reliance on His grace for the forgiveness of those sins. The entire Bible is true, reliable, and relevant, making it the best moral guide for every person in all situations. Absolute moral truth exists, and those truths are defined by God, Mm. described in the Bible, and are unchanging across time and cultures. Mm. The ultimate purpose of the human life is to know, love, and serve God with all of your heart, mind, strength, and soul. And then the last one is success on earth is best understood as consistent obedience to God in thoughts, words, and actions. Mm. So that kind of, that's,
0: that's pretty heavy hitting right there. Mm -hmm. Um, As we've been, talking through what we would want to say, um, to our, uh, parents about a biblical worldview. Um, one is as we, as we read through these, um, and as you read through those and, and, and said for our parents to really kind of consider them and think about them is like, we need to believe this for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We, as parents, this needs to be our, uh, worldview, a biblical worldview. So going through there, and uh, making sure that we um, line up with this, and essentially, what these are is is doctrines um, of the Bible. Mm-hmm. That you know, yes. s- some of these some of these things that are uh, wishy washy um, in our culture, or even in the church today, uh, sometimes stem from a. Um, uh, really, not knowing uh, what the Bible uh, teaches, and all these that you said are are true. These cornerstones are true and 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 biblical, and um, we can point to Scripture that kind of um, you know reiterate this or or, or prove these points. Uh, so this doctrine, these these sets of beliefs. Is, is really what we want our, our kids, that this is second nature to our, to our
1: children. That's exactly right. We, we all, as parents, want our kids to have these as solid, biblical, foundational principles that they live by uh, every day of their life until their life ends and they go to heaven. And we all want that for our kids because we all naturally want the best for our kids. But the question comes down to, like what you said earlier is, uh, are we doing it? Mm. Are we living this out? Because if we're not living this out, they're not going to. Right. That's right.
0: And as we, so so we've got, like we, we say each week, we've got a list. We've got two pages full of um, questions. And this is one of the questions that, again, Creates a foundation for further questions. So, so your your biblical worldview, the things that you think about God, the things that you think about sin, the things that you think about salvation, the things that you think—what those things that come to your mind—need um, to be rooted in Scripture. Absolutely needs to be rooted in Scripture because. We believe that Scripture is the truth; that there is an absolute, objective truth yes. in the world. And what our kids um, and students have thrown at them right now is everything is actually very subjective, yeah. and you get to choose for yourself. Maybe that's emotion. Maybe that's you know wh- whatever the driving force is for the reason that we're that we're here. We decide that for ourselves, and there's really no um, absolute moral compass, and there really is no you know absolute truth. And what we want to establish in our kids' lives is no, there absolute there there is absolute truth and that is found in the scriptures. So of course we can we can point to some uh, uh, specific verses, um, for these. But, but as we go through, as you, as you read those, even the the second one that you read, Jesus Christ is a sole means to individual salvation accomplished through our acknowledgement and confession of our sins and complete reliance on his grace for the forgiveness of those sins. That, that is very kind of provocative in a culture today to say there is one way for salvation. There's only one way. And that is through Jesus Christ in him alone and we know that we can point to uh, John 14:6 uh to see that Jesus actually teaches this that there is one way for salvation but it's not just one verse that we would pick out the whole bible screams and shouts that there is one true God, there is one true God of the Bible, and there is one way uh, to that God, and that is through Jesus Christ. So our hope is that our our children, yes, are they going to memorize that in Awana? Yes, we want them to have that verse memorized, but they understand that the whole Bible points to that. So when some of these questions come up in their friend groups, or um, you know, we had a, uh, we had an example, a couple of examples this, this, this past week, where um, a biblical worldview mattered in, in the lives of the parents and, and students that we won't go into great detail about it, but we had a situation where a student was encouraged to do a project at school which conflicted with um, his beliefs and conflicted with what he believed about the Bible. So mm-hmm. he was kind of at a crossroads there of, of, of what do I do? Because he knew, oh, this this kind of flies in the face Of the Bible, and there was another example this week where where a um, a father had a conversation with his daughter about dating, and and um, you know does does the person that I date does it matter if they're a Christian or if they're not a Christian? Um, So all of this having an understanding biblically of what God teaches that becomes our, 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 worldview. It becomes the lens of what we look through. It becomes the truth. It becomes, uh, those questions that we ask when yeah. there's something in the culture, these things come up and we say, Whoa, something, something doesn't really sound right about this. And I, and I know that because I've been raised with, with these, these doctrines and these teachings of the Bible.
1: Oh, Exactly. Right. 100%. I mean, uh, which worldview do we have? Mm. Do we have, Uh, a blended worldview of our family and and our job and everything else that we do with culture and the Bible, or do we have a biblical worldview, or do we not have one at all? And Mm. uh, that affects everything that you just said, which is beliefs, what we truly believe in, what we hold as the absolute truths, and how we feel. Because those are two different, sometimes two different things. Absolutely, um, and they do affect one another. Sometimes we don't feel like
0: we want the truth, right? <laughs> yes, we know what the truth is, but it doesn't match what our what our feelings are. So, what's going to win out there? Our feelings or what we know that the Bible says about truth? So, um, we hope that these podcasts are helpful, right? I yes. mean, we're we're trying to bring up these conversations and. Um, address some of these concerns and some of these these questions, and we hope it's helpful um, to our parents. But um, as I was talking to a parent this week, it, it you know, it really dawned on me as I was having a conversation with him as a, as a dad and some of the things that they were going through as a family. Um, I, I want to make sure that when we say family discipleship, when we say equipping, um, make mature followers of Christ, that it's not only am I sitting for, you know, 12 minutes at the end of the night with my Bible open with my, with my children. Um, I think that is important. Yes, yes. I, I absolutely do think that is important. And if you can make the time. To do that, but what we're, we're talking about of of making mature followers of Christ and and this this primary role of discipleship in the home is all encompassing, and I think you said that a minute ago that this is it. Hopefully, is intertwined into into everything in my relationship with with my child. So as we go through these these questions that they have about identity and and gender identity, and you know my weight or uh, this is happening with my friends and these things that our kids are going to be coming to us. Hopefully we have the wherewithal and we have the biblical worldview that we can kind of impart and pass on yes. to them and kind of reiterate that. So as we as parents, last week we prayed, we prayed for discernment, we prayed for wisdom to answer these questions. So it's not just a one-off that, hey, if you're if you're in God's word with them, that's fantastic. That's that's good, and that is good. But it's all it's it's all of those conversations on the way to school. It's mm-hmm. the it's the conversations. Um, at home. It's when they come and seek uh, uh, advice and and guidance from us that we, as the parents, we would be the ones that were receiving this biblical wisdom from God's word. And we're, we're pointing them uh, to that and imparting that on
1: them. Yes. And, and just as simply as we've talked about before, you just re-mentioned again, it's just having conversations. It really helps us as parents recognize where we need to be more proficient in, where we may need to seek help with, with God and through His mm-hmm. Word and finding those truths, because we ultimately want to pass on that knowledge to them. Um, but we have to remember the the gospel has to affect us. That's God's right. truths have to affect right. us first so that we can pass on the wisdom that we're really wanting to impart. That's exactly right. And so uh, what we believe we say and what we say we believe, We we want to believe in these things that, that Barna, uh, came out with as conclusions. And we want to pass those on to where our kids take that too. So we have to put in the effort. To see the changes in our own lives. That's right. So that we can see the changes in their lives. That's right. That's great. Well, that's
0: all the time that
1: we that we have today. But what we wanted
0: to do is give you an opportunity. You may not. You might be in the car, um, and you no, might not be in a place where you can take notes and and list out those those cornerstones. What we're going to do is put the link in the description of the podcast. Uh, the article was called "Teach Your Children Well," and then there was uh, there was another podcast on Focus on the Family this week. Um, that I listened to that was uh, really, really good, that was very, very helpful. It was an hour long, um, but it was uh, Natasha Crane uh, was her name, and it was Sharing a Biblical Worldview is what it was called, and I'll put that link um, in the description as well as on Focus on the Family. Great, great, great resources and great help. The last thing that I'll mention is uh, if your kids are in Awana, we're going through the New City Catechism. We're going through four of those kind of uh, foundational doctrine uh, questions, in Awana those books we've got those available we've got extras of those books it's 52 questions and answers which kind of go through the main uh, doctrine of the Bible so I'm not saying they have to have all 52 of them memorized but it would be a good resource to kind of uh, pull from to uh, to look at okay to ask those questions and maybe see what your kids would say um, to those and maybe your students too see what your kids would say if you ask them that question you can kind of gauge uh, where they are and maybe gauge where you are uh, but that little book right there is a great resource to kind of point you to the correct answers and it gives the scripture references as well. Next week on episode six, uh, we'll be discussing uh, busy schedules for the family and making time for important things. We will uh, talk to you all next week.